Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Turn in your Bibles this evening to James, the book of James, chapter 3. The book of James, chapter 3. Tonight I want to talk with you a little bit about uh, some things that uh, we have to be sure to watch. And uh, James here uh, highlights a uh, area of life that I think a lot of churches fail to uh, to take note of or to uh, be aware of, uh, words have great power. We can have a great, wonderful power impacting church service like we had this morning and then someone walk out the door and say something, not that it happened this morning, I'm not saying that that happened this morning, but it could happen that someone would say something that could really cut the Spirit off and cause us not to really um, feel as though uh, God has worked in our life. We have to be careful with the things that we say. We have to be careful with uh, uh, the uh, the weapon of mass destruction that all of us carry around. That's right, the tongue. Uh, there have been uh, many uh, things said about uh, uh, those things that can uh, really harm people. And the one thing that can harm the most is uh, something that we each control and have power over, and yet sometimes we allow it to uh, reign supreme without even considering the impact that it has on others. One of the things that I was so great, we're talking about marriage this morning in, in Sunday school, and, and one of the things that I was so grateful to have in my life was Robin, when we first got married, and how she was someone to help uh, help me reflect on the way in which my words came across to other people, not in particularly in preaching but but just in everyday discourse, so many times we we allow ourselves to just uh, fly off the handle and say whatever comes to mind without truly thinking about how it impacts other people. And this was evidently not something that uh, was just a problem that is uh, in modern day, but this is a problem that, that even goes all the way back to the first church. And because James here is talking about uh, the power of the tongue and the, and the ability uh, to truly uh, cut to the quick of someone uh, with the things that we say and the way in which we say them. Uh, and, you know, we can express the same words and have different effects just in the manner and the way in which we say those things. 
We can say things in a sarcastic way or we can say things in a a smarmy way or in a way that is uh, biting and, and critiquing. And even though the words may not be harmful in them in and of themselves, just merely the way in which we say them. And later, uh, the reason we do those things, by the way, is so that we can later uh, come back and say, well, I didn't say anything wrong. No, but the way you said it was so wrong. And so we have to be careful, especially when we come together as a body of believers in, in being careful in the way in which we interact with one another and being careful in the way in which we use our words. James speaks about this in James chapter 3. Look with me in uh, the first couple of verses. It says, My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us. And we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships which, though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet they are turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire a world of iniquity, so is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature and is set on fire of hell. For every kind of benefit and, uh, excuse me, every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after His uh, similitude of God." Out of the same mouth proceeds blessings and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be. Doth a fountain send forth uh, at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine, figs? So can no foundation both yield salt water and fresh. Who is a wise man? Uh, let's just stop there. Excuse me. Uh, uh, we don't need to get into the next section of Scripture. But uh, James here is talking about the power of uh, our mouth. And he's, he begins off by sharing with us that, that uh, anyone who's able to uh, bridle the tongue is someone who has great power over his, his ability to to uh, control his own body and his own functions. And one of the things that I've uh, learned over the years is, is that the best thing I can do to demonstrate great wisdom is not in what I say, but in, in what I don't say and not saying the wrong thing. And so often 
we have a tendency in our life to say the wrong thing, to, to spew out things before we ever think about them. Uh, and, you know, I think part of that is that we live in a day and age of instant society. We've got instant grits. We've got instant uh, oatmeal. We've got instant uh, hot chocolate. we we got instant everything. We tend to allow ourselves to, to <clears throat> whatever we think we just say. And whatever we uh, are feeling, we tend to express without first thinking about how it impacts someone else and how it impacts our, uh, the people. that and, and so often, we're the worst with people that we love. The people that are closest to us. We tend to allow our words just to spew out. But listen, once we say we can't throw out a line and cast and, and bring that word, those words in, we have to be careful with what we say because we can't take what we say back. Unfortunately, it, once it's out, it is already tearing and shredding up the people. And so often it's the people that we love the most. And so we have to be careful. And here we're admonished to be careful with our words. There's several different uh, levels in which James is talking about. First, he's talking about personal words and, and the things that we say to one another. He, said, uh, he says that um, the tongue is a little men- member and is able to destroy and it, it creates a fire. It is uh, that which is among our members that defile. And look, it is something that can really destroy and damage when the things that we say and the way in which we say them and and the way in which look uh if you don't believe me just and I'm sure all of you do though but uh just think about the things that little kids say now children they're not especially evil or mean or anything like that but they haven't learned to keep uh control of their tongue they haven't learned to say not say the bad things or uh not to say the wrong thing i, I remember uh, there was a a young man that i was uh, i worked during the uh during the summer one year of college at a camp for handicapped kids. And uh, and those kids tend to, especially certain kids with certain conditions, they tend to have what well, we would say no filter at all. They just have no way of uh, controlling their words. And oftentimes they'll say things that uh, many times we just don't, uh, we just don't say. And uh, uh, we were... <coughs> We were at camp, and there was somebody that had uh, come. Uh, no, let's see. We, I'm trying to remember exactly how it was set up. <coughs> but we were, I remember, uh, at that camp, we had certain weeks where we were there, and we had the older kids that we took out to different events. The younger kids stayed at camp, but the kids that were older, we tended to uh, take with us in town during the week, and we would take them to do things. And one of the places that we would uh, that we went during that time was a ball game, and it was a minor league game. It was uh, maybe. Uh, a single A team that was close by, and uh, it, we uh, got the kids in there uh, on the bus and took them out there and let them go to Walmart and roam around in Walmart to get uh, some things uh, 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 
for you know some snacks and things like that to take back to camp and then we uh, took them out to uh, the ball field and got them hot dogs and drinks and things like that and so we're sitting there watching the game and there's a uh, <clears throat> there's a lady that was sitting in the in the in the stands along with us and she had one of these fancy hairdos she must have had spent hours in the in the salon getting her hair done for sunday and this was a saturday and she uh she so she already had her hair all done and everything and she for sunday and and so we were sitting there in the field uh, uh out there in the in the stands and uh she and it looked she had this thing that went up and it went up into a big circular thing and stood on the top of her head and she i know was just so proud of that hairdo and everything and uh and this young man now there was I was responsible for a young man that not only had a condition that sometimes he would say things that uh, that might be a little inappropriate, but also he was one of those uh, the kids that uh, were runners, the ones that you couldn't keep in one place but that would go uh, run off. You had to assign people one-on-one so that was my job i had to stick with this kid not let him run off and try and keep him uh you know not acting like he had ants in his pants but anyway he looks over at this woman and he and he says he looks over at her and he, and he says i like your head and, and he was talking about her hairdo but uh but he said i like your head and you know uh at least it was complimentary. I was so glad that he was complimentary in that way. But um, it looked like a flying saucer on the top of her head. Let me tell you, she just looked like she had a... And, and I'm so glad he said, I like your head and not something else. But uh, we can say things that can really cut to the quick, can't we? I mean, we can. Uh, there are things that we can do that really can affect other people and change their their whole life. Now, I'm sure you can think of something that someone has said to you in the past that has really affected you and changed you. We need to be careful in the things that we say. We have to be careful in the way. Uh, James describes it as a fire. And what does... Look, you don't have to live out west to know what damage a little fire can do to really destroy a lot of people in their lives. And so we've got to be careful with the words that we say. Um, We can either be somebody that controls fire. Uh, Some of you may carry around in your pocket a, a lighter. That's fire. You're carrying around fire. You're car- and you can control it by when you flick that lighter. You don't, you don't have a lighter in your pocket and you flick it in your pocket, do you? That's not, that's not recommended, is it? It's not recommended. But you can use that same lighter and flick it and start a fire uh, when you go camping and keep warm. And you can control that fire in a fire ring. And you can make sure that you uh, uh, have a beautiful fire that you can cook over or you can uh, keep warm by. And you can sing songs by when you go camping and you can really have a good time. 
or it can you can just be nonchalant about it and flick that uh, 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 that lighter and and it causes a, a forest fire that that destroys hundreds and thousands of acres of of uh, woods and destroys thousands of homes. You got to be careful. And that's what James is saying. We've got to be careful with the words. We've got to be careful with the things that we say. He also says that uh, 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 the second level, uh, he says, for every kind of beast and every kind of bird and the serpents uh, uh, and uh, the things in the sea are tamed and are tamed of mankind, but the, can- uh, the tongue can no man tame. It is unruly, evil, full of deadly poison. There, uh, And he says, secondly, the second area that we have to be careful of is uh, corporately. When we come together as a body of believers, we've got to be careful in the things that we say in terms of our responsibility as not just individually in the words that we say uh, one-on-one, but when we come together and those of us who are uh, teachers, those of us who are uh, preachers, those of us who are uh, leaders of, of instruction, we've got to be careful in the, the words that we say because we can turn the tide on the way in which someone really has a relationship with God and a relationship with other people. In the way in which we say, we've got to be careful in the things that we say. If you teach, if you instruct, if you even participate in a class, you can really uh, uh, change uh, and turn a corner in the way in which someone lives and the way in which someone believes and the way in which you say things and the way in which uh, you comment on things. So we got to be careful in the words that we use when we come together corporately and we're doing more than just simply talking about the weather or talking about uh, what we've done this week or what we're having for supper. We're talking about uh, things of doctrine. We're talking about things of faith. We're talking about th- uh, matters of, of uh, uh, the way in which we worship God. We've got to be careful in choosing the right words and careful in the way in which we speak to one another so that we lead each other in the right pathway. And then thirdly, uh, we come to another uh, aspect of the words in which we say. And he says, and that is the words in which we use when we worship God, he says, look, are, are you using the same mouth to praise God and also curse one another? And this is something I've always had a hard time with. And this is something that I ha- uh, have always had to struggle with is being in somewhere in a daily life and coming upon someone who calls themselves uh, a member of a church, a Christian, uh, uh, someone who's a, te- a Sunday school teacher or a deacon or a, a minister and, and speaks one way in church. And then you see them at, at, uh, out at, at the barbecue place or the chicken shack or whatever, and they're talking a different way there. You can't, on Saturday night, be telling dirty jokes with the fellas around cards 
and then come to church and worship God and praise Him and worship Him with the same mouth. He says, uh, James says, look, you can't do that. You, it, it's, it's a reflection of the person that you are, a reflection of who you are. He says, uh, it's more than just simply use, uh, he says, you don't get uh, sweet water and bitter water out of the same uh, water fountain. You don't get uh, uh, grapes and figs off of the same tree. You don't, uh, uh, you don't have a situation. It'd be like uh, uh, getting water and fire out of the same hose. It just doesn't happen. And we can't sit there and say things one way around the people that we're with in one setting and then come into church and, and worship and praise God with the same mouth. It is a reflection of who we are. It is ref- our words are, are a, uh, a fountain of, of what we have inside is what James is talking about. He's saying, look, uh, you can't uh, have those things uh, coming from the same place. You can't have uh, 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 clean water and salt water come out of the same fountain. We need to be aware of the words that we say. The things that we are saying to one another. The way in which we say those things. And the way in which we do these things in, in our personal conversation, in our corporate worship, and in the way in which we worship and praise God. We've got to be careful with, the, with that tongue. We've got to bridle it. We've got to make sure that, uh, that we are uh, expressing God's love in everything that we do. And in our words and the things that we say ought to be a, uh, a reflection of, of Jesus Christ in us. And so often I'm afraid our words are a reflection of what's down deep inside. If you have a hard time with the things that you say, maybe you don't have the kind of relationship with God that you need to have. Maybe you are fooling yourself when you come into church and you see and you uh, speak praises to God and praises uh, to uh, what God has done in your life. If you allow curses and if you allow uh, uh, slanderous things to come out of your mouth other times. I've never had a hard time with curse, cursing. You know, it's just something I've never had a problem with. Even when I've had little kids, uh, little, my girls were real little and had little tiny toys that were all around the house. They're little landmines is what I call them. And I, uh, when I go home, I take off my shoes and I walk around barefoot uh, and almost year round, even in the, in the coldest of weather sometimes. But though my feet tend to be uh, uh, like a, a metal detector for those little tiny toys. It, it, I'll find them no matter where they are because I'm walking around barefoot. And I've never had a hard time governing what I say, comes out of my mouth when I find one and I step on it because I, I, I know that the things that I say in those moments are the things that my daughters will pick up on. They're the things that people that I care about the most will hear in those moments. And in those unguarded moments, uh, those are the the words that can have the greatest uh, effect on other people and cut to the quick. We need to be sure what's deep down inside our heart so that we uh, don't have to be concerned with the things that come out of our mouth. So the question is today, How's 
How's your well? Does sweet water come out along with bitter? Does salty water come out of, uh, along with fresh? What's within your well? How do you, how's your relationship with God? Maybe the words that you say are, are a reflection of your relationship to Christ. And maybe uh, you have a good relationship with Christ, but the problem is, is that uh, uh, you still haven't put a bridle on that beast that is your tongue. Now let's pray that God would help us in the words that we say. And sometimes, like I said at the very beginning, it's not the words we say, but the way in which we say them. We've got to be careful in what we say to one another, what we say to others. Let's pray. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, help us uh, to be careful with the way in which we speak to one another. Lord, help us to be guided by Your Spirit guided by Your presence in our life and the way in which we speak to one another and the words that we use, the things that we say when we don't think anyone is around. Lord, help us to be careful.